Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome into the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. I've got James with me. James, how are you doing? Hello, hello. Doing great. Loving the nice, cool fall weather. Yeah. And we've also got Cam with us. Cam, you there? Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, did you guys have a good Halloween? You know, we did. We had a uh, had a Halloween party for the the UCSC over here. Yeah, good time, good trunk or treat, also. Yeah, James, what about you? Yeah, we went to uh, Franklin. They shut down a whole street and all the historic houses, like put out candy. Wow. Feels very hocus pocus esque. Oh. oh, cool! That's so awesome. It was cool. What is the uh, what's the one piece of candy that you cannot pass up? on halloween uh cam you go first you know this year i i have been crushing whoppers i whoppers. Feel like that's a popular opinion okay <laughs> wow nobody right. else eats them so i've just yeah. bagged the bag wow okay james i mean it's a it's a no-brainer for me it's definitely a reese's cup or any form of reese's yeah i've, I've come to this conclusion this year for halloween candy wise if if either of the kids get Snickers, that's what I want. So I, I mean, mm. I, there's no telling how many of those little bitty dangerous snack size Snickers that I've eaten in the past, you know, I don't know, three days. Um, yeah, my problem is right now we did trunk or treat last week, and yeah. I've got all the leftover candy in my office. Oh, it's dear. bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, um, but if if I'm mixing up candy into ice cream, it's going to be Reese's all day. But standalone. It's going to be Snickers on Halloween. So I, I've had quite a few um, Snickers so far. So um, glad you all had a good time and uh, got some candy there. So guys, let's quickly look back at uh, the week eight matchups. The uh, median score started off at 159 and ended. This is probably the biggest jump up of the uh of the season so far, it ended up at 183.33. Wow. We, we had every matchup had a 200 point team uh, in one of the matchups, except for one. And uh, I can say that we were not the 200 point team in our matchup. Uh, Cam, how did your matchup go this week? Yeah, it was solid. I had a pretty big performance from George Kittle and uh, some defensive players. I was the 200 point team in my matchup beat up on Jordan. Uh, Got to be happy with the performance. Yeah. James, what about you? Oh, yeah. Hitting over 200, baby, for the first time all season. Yeah. Uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, evidently Will Levis has just been waiting in the wings to yes. throw four touchdowns. I don't know. Man. Are, yeah. Let's, let's get to that. Are you guys excited for that tonight, the Thursday night football game? I am. I'm excited to see if he can just be halfway as productive as he was in, the, in his first debut. Oh yeah, and Cam, I know you're you're a Patriots fan, right? Yeah. Yes, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, Cam is the Patriots fan, so you probably don't care too much about tonight. Or do you have anybody going? Uh, I don't have anybody going, but we're having a little watch party. Uh, okay. UCSC, so okay, I'm excited to to watch live football with some people. I don't do that too often. So yeah, yeah, it should be fun. I got my Titans uh, hoodie on today, so I'm repping the you know the Titans today. Looking forward to the game tonight. Um, quickly going down the matchups from week eight, we lost to the East Coast Wombats 211 75 to 180. Big Orange Bullies beat Kemp's crew 211 to 166, which was quite mm-hmm. the uh, 
quite that we thought it'd be a little bit closer than that. And then the let's see, Donut Stop Believing 141 to Kevin scored 122. So he beat Kevin. Prayers for Kevin. I we tried to get him on. He is having total knee replacement surgery. I think today. I think it's today or, or yesterday. So hopefully he's recovering. Uh, well, an hour. Yeah, he, we're, we're going to slide <laughs> him to IR. Yeah. Um, and then, like we said, Cam beat uh, Isaiah 40-31, The Almond Brothers, 210 to Greg Coast, 135. What happened to Greg? Goodness, James. I, I, didn't, I think Greg took a bye. <laughs> <laughs> Devontae Adams helped him out with two points. Oh, yeah. Oh, Cooper yeah, yeah, yeah. put up a six-point game. So. Yep. Goodness gracious, yeah. Kyle Pitts, yikes. Poor Greg, he's shaking his head somewhere. Somewhere. Lamar <laughs> Jackson, sure. I mean. Goodness. Yeah. Pace in your face, 202 to uh, 177 for the West Coast Wombats. And then Tecmo P- Power Runners out of nowhere, 202 to beat Strong Side, scoring 176. So just a crazy week um, as far as the scores go. Pro- probably the highest of the season. I, I can't imagine it's going to – You'd be able to top that. That is that is quite the feat to have that many two hundred point uh, teams this week. So, and also in other news, we have our first clinched playoff spot, which is crazy to me. I, I didn't even know already. Yeah, I had no idea uh, until I was looking um, yesterday. Big Orange Bullies are your first playoff team clinching wow. fourteen oh, and two God. record. So yeah, congrats to them. I, I don't know if we've ever had anybody clinch that early. So I, I was. Honestly, I wonder if. I wonder if the new me- median score record it's is going to make it clinch earlier because it's going to be so much harder to come back if you're losing that median score. Yeah, that's very true. You know, one thing I was thinking about with the median score is that, you know, if the playoffs started right now, Donut Stop Believing, Rish is in eighth place, but he would not get that spot because we voted for the team with the highest points for to get there. And mm-hmm. that would be pace in your face who is right below him in ninth. But I thought it was interesting that besides pace in your face, who has the, the second highest points out of the everybody that's not in the playoffs technically right now would be uh Tecmo power runners. So Tecmo power runners with a four and 12 record who just were in last place last week, they would get the last playoff spot. If we started today, I thought that wow. was, uh, that was interesting. You know, I mean, it, I should say if Pace didn't have his points, you know, obviously Pace would get it. Right. But I mean, they they have even more points than Donut Stop Believing, who is uh, in eighth place and the seventh place team. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how that all unfolds there with that new role. And hopefully, I can I can figure out how to do that. So yeah, uh, hey, don't count out Isaiah forty thirty one either. They're just seven points behind Tecmo Power Runners too. Oh yeah, yeah, thirteenth place at three and thirteen. With three wins. Wow, man. That is crazy. I yeah. So, are, are you guys liking the new median score? Cam, do you like it? I think I do. Yeah, I've got um, two leagues doing that. This one included for the first. Oh, really? Time. Okay. I think it uh, it makes you feel a little less bad when your team pops off for you know 190 points and you lose by two points to the team that scored the most points that week. Yes, it makes those losses sting a little bit less, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I think it does. You know, we're doing that where the you know the highest point total outside of the playoffs gets that last playoff spot. I think it almost it almost does that for us. We can see there's obviously a, a case here where that's not gonna happen. But it helps 
the teams that are scoring a lot of points, they're near the top of the standings almost no matter what. All right, let's uh let's take a let's take a trip around the re- the league. Let's take a trip around the league. All right, I, I feel like this happens every week, but uh do you guys have any idea who the number one quarterback was this past week point was? I mean, was it Will Levis? Nope. It was not Cam. Hmm. <laughs> um you know, I've got no idea. Sam Howell. Spin it, Sam. Sam Ooh. Howell of the <laughs> of Washington for Donut Stop Believing had thirty eight point ninety five points. That's wild. So Sam Howell is your top quarterback for Week Eight. Uh, moving on to your top running backs for Week Eight, week eight was uh, Jamar Gibbs for Tecmo. He had twenty nine point ninety. Christian McCaffrey for Isaiah forty thirty one had twenty nine point eighty points. Uh, notable mention there, Gus Edwards for you, Cam, coming in at third. With uh, yeah. he was right there, twenty nine point forty. So, did you? I guess you started him, surely. Yeah, right? I started him. <laughs> Got lucky. I've just, yeah. I kind of rolled the dice, and it's either him or Justice Hill each week, and been riding the Gus bus lately. Okay, all right. And then uh, Trey McBride was your top tight end for the Arizona uh, Cardinals. Got twenty six point seventy five points. And let's see here, your top kicker. I know everybody's excited. It's Riley Patterson for Detroit. Had eighteen points. And wow. uh, Brandon McManus, shout out to him. He was in second place. Big Orange Bull. He's a great kicker. Really good Kim's guy. Kim's favorite. Kim's yes. favorite kicker. Speaking of Kim's crew, he had the number one defense again, Dallas. Um, let me see where Dallas is on the season really quick. Dallas has 25 points this week. It's just like another stat for them. Another crazy total. Uh, yeah, Dallas has 130 points on the year. And the next closest is Jacksonville with 109 with uh, the wow. West Coast Wombats. So that's quite the difference between those two. Let's see here. Top IDPs. Thibodeau for the Giants. Linebacker, your worst nightmare, 24.75. Kevin also had the uh, the next highest, which was Deron Bland. The cornerback for Dallas had 21.25. And uh, Frankie, how do you say this? Is it Luvu? I've been saying Luvu. Luvu? All right. 20.50 yeah. for Golden Eagle. Kyle Duggar was the uh, other safety, 19.75. And then our next safety, way on down, I guess, is uh, Marcus Peter, 16.75. So that would have been your all-pro team. Next up, guys, Fab. Let's hit our show me the money. Show me the money! Did you guys make any Fab offers this week? You're going to be surprised. (laughs) You did not. (laughs) Cam, did you? Um, not that I recall. Oh, well, I picked up a kicker, but that was, uh, that was for free. Yeah, that was for free. So I, the, you know, fab was a pretty much a snooze fest until this morning. Did you guys see the, uh, the move this morning? Yeah. Big Josh Dobbs there. Yeah. Big Josh Dobbs, uh, scooped $25. up dollars. Yeah. Kent's crew for $25. Uh, and he also had a competing offer Tecmo put in 20. So, wow. You know, yeah. uh, that was that was pretty big. Um, I kind of find it hard to believe he was just sitting out there anyways because he's been doing pretty well at Arizona. Yeah, I think so it's kind of funny. Yeah, I think uh, I think West Coast had them and might have dropped them for Will Levis. I mean, I think yeah. they had nobody um, going into last week and they just picked up Will Levis. You know, I mean, how would you have predicted either? You know, with the NFL trade deadline that Dobbs was going to get moved like that. So, oh yeah, yeah, which. Uh, 
the NFL trade deadline came and went. It was pretty quiet for the most part. No, in my opinion, there wasn't any like really big moves. Uh, what did you think about the trade deadline, Cam? No, yeah, pretty pretty tame one. I I do think Josh Dobbs to Minnesota is probably the biggest thing that happened. Yes, yeah. You know, from what I've seen, he's not going to start this week either. So uh-huh. interesting to go out and get a guy like that and then bench him for. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the only other offer we had was Techno Power Runners got Devondre Campbell for six dollars, pasting your face, put in a two dollar bid. Otherwise, all the other fab offers had no competing offers. But uh, yeah, the Josh Dobbs, that will be very interesting to see how that unfolds. I know Jake lost Kirk Cousins. Um, not sure if y'all saw the replay, but instantly you knew that he uh, had you know, ruptured the Achilles, which is a disgusting injury to oh, uh, yeah. see the slow-mos of. But anyways, um, so yeah, it looks like Jake's going to be moving forward with uh, Dobbs and probably likes that being a Tennessee fan um, moving forward with him. Uh, guys, we had our first podcast poll and I thought we might start this every week. We I feel like we need a bumper for this podcast poll. Polls of the week. <laughs> there it is. I like that. All right. Uh, yeah, polls of the week, podcast poll. We said, what is your biggest regret this fantasy season so far? So we got quite a few replies, so I appreciate everybody that uh, that sent something in. I will go first, my, and then I'll, I'll go to you guys. Cam, I'll go to you, and then James, you can be next. My, my biggest regret this season so far was not drafting uh, Alvin Kamara at a discount or trying mm-hmm. to to trade for him at the beginning. I I just had zero faith. I mean, I feel like last year or maybe it's the year before him. He just hasn't been like amazing, you know, like he was, but I mean, who could have predicted this guy was going to come out and be just a crazy cheat code for PPR leagues. Yeah. So uh, anyways, that, that was it for me. So Cam, what was it for you? Uh, Mine for me was choosing to invest in justice Hill after week one, instead of Puka Nakua. Yeah. How much did you put into Justice Hill? I put 25 in for Justice Hill and you okay. guys put 27 for Puka. So yeah. right around the same range. Yes. Man, yeah. That was a, uh, I saw that happen. I was like, that's a one hit wonder. I'm staying away from it. Right. And here yeah. we are. <laughs> I still, Justice Hill who started like twice for me. I still remember looking at Puka before week one because somebody was like yeah you should put him on he was like a deep sleeper or something you know and i just remember looking at his name thinking okay no i'm gonna pass you know <laughs> and he's just sitting there for free um james do you have anything your your counterpart or your uh, co-manager there blake's in in one if you don't have one uh no go ahead and read blake's i do have one though or you want me to go ahead and go All he right. just says no regrets well i was gonna say I, i'm echoing those sentiments because my regret is for Jake and Kemp's crew that he holds because uh, I feel like Jonathan Taylor is starting to wake up a little bit and he's playing. And so I know Jake's just regretting saying that that was a terrible pick. Ah, yeah. Okay. Jeff Gosson in, he said, drafting Anthony Richardson and Daniel Jones. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I will say, you know, Anthony Richardson did look good though, um, but it just did not work out this year. So Ross, said voting yes to the median score. I don't know why Ross hates it so much. I have no idea. Like, I don't know. Did... what place are they in? They're in second place. I can say they're at the top. <laughs> they're in yeah. second place. I think Ross gets mad at any day that ends at a Y. 
So <laughs> he's just going to be grumpy about it anyways. Speaking of, yeah, speaking of Ross, Courtney from the West Coast Wombat said, not recording an ECW diss track. <laughs> so the only thing about that is there was a diss track in the making and um, it just never, I guess, got finalized. I mean, it could still happen. It could still happen. Um, Brian said, believing Sean Payton would fix the Broncos offense. Yeah, that that one's been tough. They, You know, Russ has looked good at, as of late. So, Cam, do you have any shares of the Broncos offense in any of your leagues? Uh, I've had Jerry Judy for a few years on a dynasty league and don't I don't use them. And I've got Cortland Sutton here in the uh, Camelball League. Yeah. I, and it's, I was gonna, scary. it's scary. Yeah, it is scary. Week to week, you just don't know. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I will. Um, in the in another league I'm in, I did draft AK Abakamara late. And really, I had too many running backs, which I don't think you can, you can ever really have too many running backs looking back <laughs> at it now. But uh I traded him for Jerry Judy before the season started. Oh, no. Yes. Terrible, terrible move. And, uh, yeah. So, anyways, moving on. Moving on. Jordan Iwanazan said, drafting Devonta Smith would probably have to be my biggest regret, notwithstanding this last week. So, Devonta mm-hmm. Smith, any on the Eagles? Yeah. yeah. He regrets drafting an Eagle. Wow. Oh. Man, what is the world coming to? Yeah, Sug said he uh, regrets drafting Calvin Ridley, Cam Cam Akers, Christian Watson, and Dalvin Cook all within our first six rounds. So, yeah, those are some some rough ones so far in the season. And then the last one we had was Carver. He said drafting Najee Harris for the Big Orange Bullies. But you know what? Big Orange Bullies are doing pretty good if that's their only miss. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried about them. They can sit back. They don't even have to try the rest of the year until playoffs. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh, – you know what? Let's go ahead and hit our – even though we've already got him here and it's kind of silly, but uh, Cam is our call of the week, and let's go ahead and hit the bumper for it. It's time for the call of the week. All right, so Cam, thanks again for joining us. I, what I wanted to start off with is I know the night that we, uh, we were going to draft – and we were setting up the draft room there. You were talking about all the different Patriots jerseys that you own. So yeah, yeah go down the list of all the Patriots jerseys that you own, right? Real quick. So uh, first off, just a free piece of advice for anybody. I use shopgoodwill.com and I bid on these jerseys for dirt cheap. I've got three Patriots jerseys. Uh, one is a uh, wide receiver. One's a kicker and one's a quarterback. Got a uh, Julian Edelman. We've got Adam Vinatieri, and my quarterback is a guy who never played a regular season game for them by the name of Tim Tebow. Ooh. Ah, okay. Man, did you get the Tim Tebow one from Goodwill? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was like wow. it was five dollars. I'm pretty sure. So, wow. So yeah, that was one thing I was going to touch on was um, was the shop Goodwill thing because I know that you've sent me some links. Um, yeah. for some different memorabilia and stuff. What is, uh, are you proposing that like that's the prize or something like that? Or, or, you know, what are you thinking as far as all that goes? Well, I just kind of send cool stuff your way just to see, you know, add to the decor on draft day. You know, oh, yeah. Sign ball, like maybe throw a signed helmet out on the table. Just 
Yeah, well, that's what we need. I mean, everybody right? needs to just donate all their ridiculous autographs for decorations, and um, we'll bring it out every draft. You know, so I got the Jeff Fisher football, the Jake Locker football. But yeah, Cam's been sending some stuff uh, from Shop Goodwill. I think the latest thing you sent me was a Chris Johnson signed helmet yeah, or something the, like that. What yeah, did that end up going for? Helmet. What did that end up going for? Let me take a peek. I have it. I had it saved on here. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. That's totally fine. I I've always thought that it would be cool. You know, and I don't know how we pull this off, but if we had something like a grab bag of some of some sort where I don't even know what's in there. You know, I've seen mm-hmm. um, some of these places that sell cards and stuff like that. You can get like a, a random Jersey or a random helmet that is signed, you know, and, and uh, you, it's kind of like a grab bag. You just buy it. I think that would be kind of fun to have um, maybe for the, the baseball stadiums, the baseball stadiums that have the Brown yeah. bag baseball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's something like that. One. Yeah. It, but there's yeah. like companies that, make really nice like that i mean it's like packaged everything it's 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 a big deal and uh you just don't know who jerseys you're going to get so um so anyways yeah i thought that would be kind of cool with what cam was kind of uh going towards there uh did you find the price on that chris johnson helmet went for twenty dollars what wow it was a mini helmet so it wasn't full size it's not like a little tiny one but like maybe you could squeeze the baby's head into it, but it went to 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, it is what it is. That's what, that's what Chris Johnson would say. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I've asked most of the questions to Cam already about if he likes the changes. I mean, do you, we, we talked about the median score, but do you like the other changes this year? Do you like the keeper? Do you like um, that? We're going to be moving that eighth place team and reseeding the playoffs and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about the playoff change. I feel like a lot of times in some of the fantasy leagues that I'm in, that last team in, for whatever reason, isn't as good as the teams below it. And it kind of gives one team like a skewed matchup in the first round of the playoffs. So I feel like moving that team with the highest points just on the bubble into the playoffs will kind of put more teams higher up on some upset alert. And Because those teams with more points for typically – down at the bottom, they're more of a boomer bust team if they've got a bad record but a lot of points. So it gives them an opportunity to maybe pull off an upset, go on a run in the playoffs, that your team that's just scored and gotten lucky each week and won more games, you know? Yes. So I think it'll make for a more exciting playoff format. And I guess you got to be loving the keeper thing because you've got probably one of the best keepers, in my opinion, um, in Laporta, right? I mean, that's got to be your keeper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was – when I drafted him, I thought there's a pretty good chance that he's going to be on my roster next year. And he has been way better than I could have asked him to be. You Unbelievable. Know? Yeah. I had my eye on a Brian Robinson and he traded him early on and kind of regretted it like immediately. But the way Laporta's played all year, I mean, he's he's locked in. He's a Golden Eagle football club legend already. <laughs> so, like yeah. So uh, you scored the most points this week with 230 points. Um, I think I looked it up. East Coast has the record of 238 on the season in week four. So, I mean, you were the second most points so far this season. Sitting in sixth place, what do you think has been your best move? Like, what has helped you so far this season? Laporta, (laughs) probably. Laporta and honestly getting lucky when I start George Kittle. Oh, okay. Kittle's been up and down all year. Yeah, 
four, six, 16, one, 27, one, 13, 25. So the weeks I haven't started Kittle have been weeks where he's put up one or four points and I've started him on those 27 and 25 weeks. And a lot of times I started him and Laporta, one of them at flex, having two tight ends like that. Yeah, that is a nice luxury. Yeah. James, are you jealous of them having good tight ends like this? You know, a little bit. I mean, (laughs) you can you can only you can only whisper for so long before the tight ends can't hear you. Yeah, got it. (laughs) Uh, Um, Hey, I'm about to have to bounce off here. Okay, I did want to ask Cam one question. All right. So, Cam. Yes, Neutral league, a couple years in, right? Yeah. And kind of flying under the radar. Don't make a lot of noise at draft day as far as heckling people. Who is your, uh, would you say is your arch enemy, your rival in the league? My rival? Who is who is your East Coast, West Coast wombat? Ooh. You know, I think it's got to be, you know, we got the East Coast, West Coast dynamic. Um, you know, my team is named after Tennessee Tech, and our biggest <laughs> real life rival is the University of Tennessee Knoxville. So it's it's got to uh, be big on bullies. Ooh, okay. Some ooh, bad blood like between it. Smokey and Awesome Eagle. Okay. And uh, all I gotta say is that Wiener Dog better watch out because we're a bird of prey and we're coming in, take it right out of the backyard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Watch your puppy, Smokey, because the Eagles are coming. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, James. Go eat some almonds. All right. No problem. I will. Let's see you. So have you had any close trades, anything that you're looking for trade-wise? Uh, you know, the running back spot on my team is not ideal. Yeah, you know, I've got Derrick Henry, so that's a shoe-in to start every single week. Yeah. And we're past his bye week now, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. But, you know, I've got James Conner on IR, who I was, I was really excited about having Conner and Henry, but, you know, might not play again this season. So running back is kind of the only hole, which Gus Edwards scored 30 points almost last week. Yes. Wow. He's just not reliable yeah. to – he'll either score six or 30. Yes. The whole not Ravens running back situation is – I yeah. feel like it's been frustrating for years. So Indeed. All right, let's move on to our uh, picks of the week, and we'll get on to your matchup coming up this week. Picks of the week. All right, quickly looking at our uh, league pick them here. I am still in the lead by one. Feels kind of silly to say that, um, but I'm in the lead by one. Blake has 35 in second place. Running down the list, everybody is still super close. Uh, Gregco, Jake, uh, Suggs, uh, West Coast, or uh, Matt Collins, Pace, Jordan Watson, Carver, Reed, um, Cam, and then Jeff, Tecmo Power Runners. So, um, looks like we have a lot of picks in this week. And uh, the biggest lopsided pick that I see, I'm just going to go ahead and hit it. It is our matchup versus the big orange bullies. And there is one vote for us. And I can tell you, it is not me. I have no idea. <laughs> I- I'm guessing it's somebody that just kind of set the lineups weeks ahead. And it's just still sitting there. They haven't touched it. They haven't had time to look at the total lopsided matchup that is happening this week so cam let's just go ahead and break it down they are 61 favorites to beat us this week we have a bunch of guys on by um who you got in this matchup you know i gotta go with the uh big orange bullies as well here and you guys are starting starting uh heineke at quarterback who to be fair could make something happen 
but honestly, any part of that Atlanta offense is a liability at this point. Yes. Oh, man. Big Orange Bullies has just been so explosive this year. Got to yeah. go for them, especially when they're head favorite. I've got to say, unless any injuries happen between now and then, they are my favorites to win it all this league. I just feel like they got a solid team. Uh, obviously, injuries can happen and completely change that. But as of right now, um, they are my pick to win it. I think they've just got a great team. Moving on, we've got Donut Stop Believing versus Strong Side. And Matt is a 65% favorite, 147 to 130 right now versus Rish. But uh, in typical Rish fashion, I feel like every week that we come across his team, he has not figured out what he's going to do with his team. He's got guys on by. I'm sure he'll make some adjustments uh, probably later tonight. Uh, but who do you have in this matchup right now? Uh, I've got Rish and Donut Stop Believing taking down strong side this week. Ooh. Kind of the theme for the season so far. They're they're nine and seven versus a five and eleven team. Sometimes you got to look at the record. Yeah, about that. But like you said, he's got two linebackers on by. He plugs in two more guys. You got it soon. There's linebackers on the waiver wire projected to score seven or eight points. And then look at the overall projections, and you realize it's only one or two points in it. So I'm gonna go with Rish. Yeah, the only problem I see for Rish is that he has two uh, linebackers on bye this week, and he and his and the guy on his bench is also on a bye, so he's going to have to make some actual moves. Yeah, so he he may have to drop some talent um, into the free agency to to get by this week. We will see what happens with that. So uh, just a little bit of an issue there for his team. Moving on, we've got the East Coast Wombats versus the Almond Brothers. East Coast is favorite. To win uh, 163 to 150, who do you have in this one? I'm going to go East Coast on this one. Top of the league matchup, second versus fourth. Uh, I like Herbert playing against the Jets. I feel like he'll get something done as compared to Hurts against Dallas. Uh, and going down the rest of the roster, pretty even, except you know Kamara versus Pacheco. And we, we talked about already how Kamara has been sort of <laughs> unstoppable force since he's been at back from suspension. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, East Coast is going to be pretty tough to beat. Uh, if Hopkins goes off again, though, tonight, man, the Allman brothers got to be feeling good because, I mean, he was pretty much worthless. <laughs> and yeah. uh, for him to have such a big week last week, if he can keep it going, if Will Levis can keep it going, James and Blake are going to be feeling really good about their team moving forward um, with, with Hopkins doing as well as he had. And then uh, Jonathan Taylor possibly getting some mm-hmm. more – more reps um and then let's hit is it your matchup here we have the golden eagle football club versus tecmo power runners tecmo just put up 200 points they did i know you you put up uh, the second highest points as well so how are you feeling about this matchup you are 61 percent favorite 147 to 134 listen i'm never not gonna pick golden eagle football club on the pick them so i'm i'm staying true to that and picking my own team uh, I got to feel confident knowing that they're starting Clayton Toon at quarterback. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> not much to worry about there. Right. Uh, but, you know, Zach Moss any week could just go crazy for that Indianapolis offense. And it always got to be wary when you're playing against Jamar Chase and Rashid Shahid had a good week last week. So there's definitely some cracks right there that they could exploit, not to mention Taysom Hill, who is always projected for two points for the past three or four weeks or so has gone for at least 10, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, their team is a boomer bust lineup. I feel like this week. Um, 
And I know Taysom Hill's been doing good and Shahid and stuff like that, but they could easily not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will see what happens. And then the the tradition lives on with Metellus, their safety, getting zero projected points. That guy, <laughs> he's, he's going to put up probably 10 points again this week. Right. Uh, moving on to Greco versus Pace in your face. Uh, Pace is the favorite in, the, or I'm sorry, Greco is the favorite in this one. 138 to 136, super close in this one. Uh, who do you like in this one, Cam? You know, I'm going to give a slight edge to pace in your face. Nothing in particular standing out to me in this matchup except for Saquon Barkley. There's a Greg Co has two running backs starting that are projected to score less than two points. Ooh. I think Saquon could be a big advantage in this matchup. Oh, yeah. Greg is starting. Is it Darrington Evans? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I hope Pitts has a good a good game uh, because that means that our quarterback had a good game. So, right. Uh, but yeah, this one will be super close. Um, everybody's kind of hyping Barkley up as of late, so we'll see what happens with that matchup. Uh, moving on, we got the West Coast Wombats versus Isaiah forty thirty one, and Isaiah forty thirty one is the big favorite in this one, sixty four to thirty six percent, one forty one to one twenty six. Who do you have in this one, Cam? You know, I got to support uh, Matt Collins and Courtney Norton on this one. I'm, I'm more so cheering for them than picking them to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if, if Levis has anything close to what he did last week, he doesn't have to throw four touchdowns. If he throws two and, you know, 250 yards, that'll be enough, I think, to to make it competitive. And then it's just a matter of guys like T. Higgins or DeAndre Swift uh, getting a little bit more of the ball. And, you know, Chiz could have a good week too, depending on how Levis plays. So I kind of like that stack right there. Young quarterback with a reliable tight end. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Our last matchup is your worst nightmare versus Kemp's crew. And Kevin is actually the favorite 59% to 41%. Who do you have in this matchup? Uh, I'm going to go underdog again. I I don't like betting against Jake. Yeah. Almost every time in pick him, I pick Kemp's crew. Uh, really just more so for the reputation. Cool tight end matchup. We got Kelsey against Andrews this week here. So I, th- I think it'll be a good one. It'll be close. This is probably, in my mind, this is the closest game this week. Ooh, yeah. I, I got to give it to Kevin on this one. Um, also, the guy just had knee replacement surgery. So um, yeah. I just feel like we got to we gotta pump up Kevin here. So I'm going to give it to Kevin. Um I think that he could have a good week. Joe Burrow have a big Sunday night football game. Let's hope this is a good game, you know, with Cincinnati and Buffalo in prime time yep. because it should be. And uh, so, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Cam, any last words before we head out? Uh, I will say just on the pick'em note, uh, I've missed two weeks of pick'em, and I've oh. got the third highest correct percentage. Ooh. So watch out. I'm going to try okay. to make a comeback. We'll see if it's All possible. Right. All right. Cam, thanks for joining us. Uh, Good luck this week. Thanks to James from the Almond Brothers joining us as always. And we will see you guys next week. That's a W. That's E1.